Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith, Special Project Coordinator with GSHOM, and today I am in Lansing um, talking with Ricara Riddle, who is a wonderful Girl Scout alum who's super engaged in her community and who continues to give back to Girl Scouts. So, Ricara, thank you so much for meeting with me today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Can you get us started by just telling us a little bit about yourself and about um, the organization that you run? Sure, yes. So I am a Lansing native, born and raised, traveled the world and came back again. Um, I'm also a mom, my son who's almost five, who just lights up my whole life. Let's see, my organization's Astro Queen Infinity LLC. Um, The idea behind the organization started with me basically wanting to funnel all of my gifts and talents together to be able to give back to the community, specifically within uh, the social justice realm, working with the youth, uh, helping with sustainability in the environment, and so also using the holistic healing arts to help Mm -hmm. people facilitate their healing. Uh, So, yeah, I use basically all of the tools in my toolkit that I can to help people um, gather theirs and use theirs as they just journey through life. Wow. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about, because it sounds like you went through a whole journey to get to that place where you now have this organization. Oh, absolutely. So can you tell me just a little bit about that journey and what that was like? Okay, sure. It started with me in college changing my major from performing arts to psychology Mm -hmm. and I then in psychology learned more about the brain more about how people operate and why they do the things that they do and I was able to use that information and really be introspective with myself first off to learn more about me and why I function um, in certain ways and over the years I got more familiar with terminology that I didn't know before, so Mm. I was able to pinpoint in my life areas of trauma or things that I needed to heal from. Um, And so that sent me kind of just on a personal journey to Mm. heal those areas. And art was always one of the ways I was able to express myself. I didn't know that it was healing at the time, like I I wouldn't have used those words to describe it, but the experience of being able to release emotions without having to say anything or um, use talk therapy or anything like that was a medium that I found was really, really helpful. And Mm -hmm. so specifically with going and becoming certified in holistic healing arts, I wanted to fuse the psychology with the arts to be able to guide people through that process as well, as opposed to how I did it, which was just kind of willy-nilly, let's figure out, you right. know, as we go along the way. Um, so, yeah, my my heart behind it is to really be able to help people as they're healing in their journey. Because for me, um, I mean, there are a number of things that I've healed from, be it uh, sexual violence or physical abuse or domestic violence, all things that I go out and I speak about now with the Survivor Speakers Bureau of Lansing. 
Um, so, yeah, it's just an area of passion that I have, and I want to mm-hmm. help as many people as possible as early as possible, mm-hmm. um, really wherever they are in their journey. But if I can get people as early as possible, um, I feel like it helps with their, with their healing for sure. Absolutely. That's just incredible. Thank you. Can you tell me a little bit more about the holistic healing certification? Yes. And what, tell me if I had no idea about holistic healing, how would you describe it to someone? I would describe it as tapping into all of your senses. Um, The general method that I use is to work with people through all of their senses. Um, And certain senses are related to certain energy centers in your body. And um, it can also be likened to your chakras, per se. Um, So we work through your different energy centers and find which blockages are in what area. And then we essentially use the senses to heal that. So it could be aromatherapy that's associated with the center. It could be um, even writing exercises, um, painting. It could be dance or movement. Uh, It honestly varies. It just depends on the person and where their trauma is. Mm. Um, So it's very individualized, specialized treatment. But there's also a group aspect of it where I can do like a general um, overview of each of the energy centers and work with people through those areas. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just incredible. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. And I feel it's something that, you know, that that greater conversation of being able to take care of ourselves and Absolutely. our mental health and the energies that everybody mm-hmm. has, like, mm-hmm. that's something that is becoming more of a thing. I think right? so. I think um, so. I'm really excited about it, actually. Yeah. I like to call it your vibrational imprint. So it's like we all have a vibration and either we're sending out positive vibrations or negative vibrations. But the key is to be in tune with yourself to know what it is that you're sending out. And then some people aren't. But I feel like as you're saying, there are many people that are awakening to that and seeking methods for healing or raising their vibration. And so this is just one of the ways in which people can do that. But yes, I think that especially with May being Mental Health Awareness Month, it's super important too to bring, to just shed light on that. But Mm -hmm. yes, if you're, I feel that if you're in a state where your mental health is off kilter, then everything else in your life is. And so it's important to try to get a grasp on things to just introspecting is key, you know, to be able to look at yourself and analyze and say, let me take inventory in my life of, you know, what's on, what's off, what doesn't feel right, and get in touch with yourself. Because I think a lot of the time we just in our society get so caught up in the the duties of the day, you know, where yes. it's just we, we forget to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and we forget to take care of ourselves. So yes, this is a centralized way to be able to do that yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, um, was listening to a podcast recently where the host said, you know, self-care isn't a once a week thing or a once a month thing. Mm-hmm. Like it needs All to be. All day, every day. Yes. You always <laughs> yes. need to be taking care yes, of yourself. Yes, for sure. And sometimes people think of it that way where mm-hmm. it's this, you know, oh, self-care Saturday. I'm just gonna, you know, binge watch something mm-hmm. or eat potato <laughs> chips because I feel good. Mm-hmm. Wherein it's more so like, how am I thinking? How am I thinking about myself? How, how am I thinking about others? Am I communicating in a way where I'm affirming the positive in my life so that that's what I manifest? Or mm-hmm. is my is my speech negative, you know, or my thoughts negative? Um, what am I feeding my body? Because what we feed ourselves and our body sends messages to our brains, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's so many correlations with that, but like, are you eating the best foods to have the best energy? Um, 
Yeah, there, there are a number of, thing, number of things that we can look at to see how can self-care be implemented in our lives and mm -hmm. in a personalized way. Because one thing may work for somebody and it may not work for everybody else. So I think it's very important for people to just get in touch and in tune mm -hmm. and see what you need. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You said that you started off as a performing arts major in yes. college, and then you switched to psychology. Mm -hmm. That's a big jump. So it is. how did you make that jump? Well, it's interesting. Um, basically, I've always been involved in uh, the performing arts. Okay. So my first commercial was, I want to say, at six months. Mm. Um, so whether it's commercial or voiceover work, acting, modeling, things like that, that's just been a part of my life. Um, so I didn't think that that was something that would go away, if, even if I didn't study it, per se, because I did study all the way up to college as well. Um, but there was just something that happened, I feel, my first year. If I, I, I don't remember the specifics around it, mm -hmm. but I remember around the end of my first semester, I said, you know, I do like woodshop, I like working, but building sets, I don't know if that's something that I really want to do, you know? Um, I love character study. I think that that's something that I can still do. Um, but as far as where I wanted to pour my energy, mm. what was interesting was I went to look on my the banner web ID, you know, whatever what every college has mm -hmm. for kids. Um, and it said, this was the funny thing, it said that my major was psychology, even though I was studying performing arts. Huh. So I honestly just said, okay. Like, I went for it. I felt, oh. I don't know if it was me taking it as a sign or mm -hmm. what, but I didn't even question it. I just said, okay, let me look into it. And so I took my first classes, and I was hooked. I was hooked after mm -hmm. intro to psychology. Um, I just, there was something about it that sparked my interest. I was very interested in how the brain works um, mm -hmm. and how we're able to reprogram our brains. And that's something that I use a lot as well in this work with holistic healing arts because people feel like if they've had a habit for so long or a way of thinking for so long that, you know, they can't break it. But honestly, there's a lot of research and science behind um, proving that you can change the neural pathways in your brain based mm -hmm. off of, you know, redirecting those habits. So... Um, yeah, that's how that's how I switched to that major. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so, was it during your undergrad that you earned your holistic healing? No, nope, that was afterwards. So that okay. was about two years ago. Oh, gotcha. Yes, yep. That was about two years ago that I said I want to go a little bit further with this. And mm -hmm. so it's through the University of Florida. Um, they have an online course for holistic healing. So it's healing with the arts. Wow. Um, and that was just. That changed my life in a lot of ways. I'm sure. Um, probably my favorite part about it was, well, I have so many favorite parts, <laughs> but our end of the course assignment was to come up with a medium for healing, basically. So what is it that you would do just with all the information that you were given? What is something that you would give to people if you could? And so I've always been into editing. I've always been into like video work, like mm -hmm. we, um, we, we will talk about, but the idea that I had was to use, I don't know if you're familiar with binaural sounds, but there are mm. certain frequencies in music um, that basically hit certain energy points. And so mm. there, I used a, a variation of binaural sounds with um, imagery, basic peaceful imagery like nature, things like that, and then I had affirmations that went on it. So it was essentially like a guided meditation for people. Awesome. Um, but it, it had a lot of the elements that maybe if you were just looking at the the video, you wouldn't necessarily know they were hitting those spots in your body. Okay. But um, yeah, so a layered 
layered healing effect, I guess. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I feel like I could listen to you talk about this stuff for days. This is so <laughs> Well, intriguing. I would enjoy it because it's what I love to do. Yeah, so. I can tell. And mm -hmm. you can you can feel that energy of that passion. Just, oh wow, that's awesome. Just vibing off of you. So I love that. Great. Um so backing up to when your Girl Scout days started. Yes. Tell me about that. When did you first get involved? So I was a Girl Scout ever since I was a brownie. Mm -hmm. So I started out really young. <clears throat> my mom was actually all the way up until um, my senior year, my Girl Scout troop leader. Awesome. Um, so that was really cool for us to be able to bond in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and... It was just, it was an awesome experience. Um, my, my group was one of the only groups that had the majority African-American girls. And so it was just cool to be able to see people like me doing yes. these activities and growing and learning with them as well. Um, so over the years, our numbers dwindled to it was about two of us, mm. um, but we stayed in it. Nice. And of course, with our, our mother's encourage, the other mom was the, the other troop leader as well. Okay. So um, <laughs> it was myself and another young lady, Brianna. And um, yeah, we, we just stuck with it. And by the time I got around to senior year, I'd earned my silver bronze and silver award and then was going on to my gold award um and I I just enjoyed being able to use all of the community service use all of the resources that I had to like make this project that ended up being way more impactful than I even imagined it being mm. it was just me doing something that I wanted to do for this particular organization but I did not understand at the time exactly how much it would sort of blow up um yeah. but it was it was really a, a fun project to do very fun yeah tell us about your project so by the time I rolled around to the gold award I was a senior well a junior year to senior year but um I was in the club the Lemire's a debutante club of Lansing and it is a club, a social club in essence, where it's mothers and daughters that um, culminate over the years to teach them about social graces and etiquette and doing community service and just honestly how to be a uh, productive, um, contributing member of society rather. Mm. So by the time it was my senior year, I wanted to do a project that highlighted this organization because there wasn't too much information about it in the community and I felt like there's so much rich history in it that people really needed to know about it. Mm -hmm. So um, one of my favorite parts about it was gathering. I love research. I love history. I could read research all day long. Mm -hmm. And so at the time I wanted to interview one of the ladies who was an advisor there who was there who's been there ever since the very beginning, Miss Doris Austin. And so I remember going to her apartment and having this interview with her on video and she had all these artifacts for me to read and she had these old um, debutante dolls that the girls have when they come out in their cotillion and I just remember sitting there with her and getting all this information with her from her and she was so excited to share because I don't think it had ever been 
the information had ever been given all at once on that kind of in that kind of platform. Mm. And so she had all this history that she'd been holding on to that she wanted to give to others and this was sort of an opportunity for her to be able to do that in a succinct way because she'd been giving it, you know, throughout the years to the girls as an advisor. Um, but this was just a different way for her to be able to do it. And not too long after I finished the project, she passed. And wow. so afterwards, it was just like a really great way to be able to honor her and mm -hmm. all of the work that she had done. Um, so yes, basically, I did the interviews with her and some other members of the organization, the founding members of the organization, a lot of the girls that were currently involved and past debutantes as well, and just got a general um, idea that the public could understand about it. Mm. And so then I went into iMovie with all of that mm -hmm. and added the music and did the editing and did the voiceover work on it. And it was just so much fun. And what was great about it was I was at Holt High School at the time and I was in a videography class. Mm. So I was able to use the resources from that as well as what I already knew and the resources from Girl Scouts to come together to be able to make this documentary. Mm. So it was really, really cool to be able to just pull from all of those areas. And so I ended up making the documentary and that was my project. I then ended up finding out that I was like the first African-American girl in the Tri-County area of Michigan to ever receive a gold award. Um, mm -hmm. Things that I just didn't even know, I, that wasn't even on my radar. Right. I was just doing my project. But uh, to be a historical figure in that way was really honoring, mm -hmm. um, especially to be doing a project that was honoring historical figures, um, yeah. black women at that. So um, that was really cool. And then that video was part of what got the organization into the Michigan Women's Hall of Fame. Wow. So yeah, it was just really weird how it came full circle, mm -hmm. but also really cool to know and to also be a part of that. Yeah. So yes, and I have my mom to thank a lot for that because she was the one for seven years, I want to say, she submitted information for them to be in the Michigan Women's Hall of Fame wow. and it ended up finally happening. And so. Um, I'm just grateful to her also for the opportunities that she gave me to be able to make a change in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. How it's, it sounds like the organization means so much to you and Absolutely. your mom. Absolutely. And how special for you to be able to take your Girl Scout passion mm -hmm. and combine it with your, your passion for the organization that you're also a part of yes. to earn your gold award. Yes. And the arts for me, because that's always yes. been a thing. So like just visual representation and getting mm -hmm. things on film, I think is so important. So to be able to fuse all that together was really just a blessing. And I'm, I'm grateful that it happened so yeah. much. Mm -hmm. And, and how important too, for it specifically to be a project highlighting African-American women, Yeah, you know, that's, absolutely. it's so important for African-American women to have that representation absolutely. in media and you know, to be in the Michigan Women's Hall of Fame mm -hmm. is amazing. It is, it is. I have chills now thinking about it because yeah. it was a long time coming for them, I feel like. And to just even have any part in being able to make that happen for them, mm -hmm. I just, I'm very honored. I'm very honored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that is just incredible. Thank you. Um, from your perspective, why do you think Girl Scouts is important for, for today's girl? Hmm. Let's see. There's so many reasons, so mm. I'm just trying to reel in a yeah. few. Um, but I would say that even just with the with the Girl Scout promise, you know, on my honor, I will try not try. I mm -hmm. will 
What is it? I will try? On my honor, I will try. Try to serve God in my country, to help people at all times, and to live by the Girl Scout law. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so important that we center helping, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like instilling the values of service Mm -hmm. in young girls in today's day and age, I feel is still very important. But I also feel like how we were talking about early, earlier, learning how to serve yourself first, right, so that you can be best prepared to serve others. And I feel like the benefits of Girl Scout for me, at least, were feeling empowered that I could do a myriad of things that I didn't even consider doing prior to Girl mm-hmm. Scouts. So whether it was all the badges and awards and things like that, but tying knots or being in nature or all of those experiences that I was able to receive from Girl Scouts, I feel like helped um, build me up in a way where I had more confidence and more esteem to just go forth and do more and explore more. Um, And so I feel that that's very necessary to be able to feel empowered that way so that you can know what it is you have to offer and serve others. Um, And I feel that especially with everything that's vying for young girls' attention now that's different than it was before. It's just so accessible. Um, There's just a lot that I feel pulls for for young girls' attention that may not be so positive. Of course, Mm -hmm. you can turn anything into a positive. But to have an organization like this where girls can come and just be immersed in uh, opportunities that are geared towards their growth and their well-being mm-hmm. and their ability to communicate well and have interpersonal skills. Um, I think that is is so critical. Mm-hmm. It's so crucial just in building up young girls so that they can blossom and become who it is they're destined to be, uh, especially, like I said, with all of the outside influence. I feel like Girl Scouts is a very safe space, at least it was for me at the time, where you could just be you in all Mm -hmm. of your awkward stages of growing, (laughs) of being a girl and figuring out who you are and what you are. This was a space that was made for you that was just safe, where you could just grow and learn and be with other girls and feed off of their energy and Mm -hmm. be inspired. So I think it's super necessary, very necessary. Yeah, and that it, it's funny because you, I like have the goosebumps right now. You must have been reading my energy because mm-hmm. as you were talking, I was thinking about this idea of the safe space, and yeah. that's something I hear on the podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. Is this is my safe space. This is where I was able to be myself, figure out who I am. Absolutely, and especially related to your work with holistic healing, mm-hmm. having that safe space, especially as a child, is so so crucial. Yes, absolutely. I mean, because like I said at the time. Growing up, I wasn't able to necessarily identify the traumas that I was having, Mm -hmm. um, but they were still very much so affecting me, a lot of which I'd never spoke about until Mm -hmm. I was an adult. But I can recall having spaces like the debutantes or having spaces like Girl Scouts where all of that could just be somewhere else for Mm -hmm. for a moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and I could just just express. I could do do other things and not have to think about those things. Um, if I wanted to bring them into that space, you know, that was totally fine. But for me, it was a much needed outlet. Yeah. And I grew a lot in it and because of it. And I'm so grateful to have had that space for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so important to be able to have that that time to like, okay, I'm going to put this other stuff on pause, yes, on hold for a second. For and sure. This is an opportunity for me to grow despite all of the, Most definitely. the other stuff. Yes. Know? Yes. So important. 
How would you say, or would you say that Girl Scouts helped you get to where you are today? And if so, can you elaborate on how? Yes, most definitely. Um, So my motto for, well, slogan rather for my business is inspiring infinite ability in others for a healthier, more sustainable universe. Mm. And so the idea behind it is to empower people to understand their power within, regardless of anything that's happened, that they can tap into their intrinsic resilience Mm -hmm. and become a healthier person for themselves and then emit that healthy energy into the world so that we have a better brighter future and so that's essentially what Girl Scout is and Mm -hmm. was for me and I think I've always carried that with me and just even learning to respect nature to you know to have have a keen eye for just um being prepared right yeah I think we talked about that before Mm -hmm. about (laughs) how everybody's always called me mom my whole entire life I I probably (laughs) have Girl Scouts to think in part for that because if you needed scissors, a comb, a pencil, <laughs> a blanket, something, You've I've got, got it, it in my you. bag. No, like, <laughs> no worries. Um, and so the idea of just always being prepared has been something that has stuck with me forever. Mm-hmm. Also, like I said, <clears throat> with the Girl Scout Gold Award, well, all of the awards in the community service that I did throughout Girl Scouts was what helped me get the Bonner Scholarship at Spelman College. And that is a, for for a lot of people, a full-ride scholarship. Um, And you are required, in turn, sort of to do community service uh, Mm -hmm. throughout your semesters. And so that was nothing to me because that was really, not nothing, I won't say nothing, but it was already very much so a part of my life. So it was just a continuation of that while I was in school to be able to still serve. But um, Spelman is a pretty penny. I don't know if you're familiar, but it is the... uh, number one historically historically black college um and so it's all it's all girls that are there and um it's a private institution so Mm -hmm. that comes with quite a few costs and so to be able to have this award um play a part in me being able to go to school and continue my education was something that definitely changed my life Um, I only applied to Spelman because I said I just felt like that's where I was going to go. And so I said, you know, to my parents, if something happens where I don't, well, I don't know. We're just going to figure it out. But I knew that this was where I wanted to go. And Girl Scouts played a pivotal role in me being able to fulfill that dream. And Mm. going there absolutely shifted my perspective on just life and myself. I learned so much about myself and being a black woman and just my educate the education that I got is just man bar none for sure so yeah I'm super grateful to the experiences that I had in Girl Scouts that led the way for me to be able to do that and pursue those dreams Mm -hmm. wow that's just incredible yeah a lot of people don't know about you know the gold award oftentimes when you earn the gold award you automatically get college scholarships absolutely and if it's not an automatic scholarship it's definitely you know another part of your resume that makes it a whole lot easier Mm -hmm. to get that scholarship exactly which is why I encourage girls now like even when I'm at the grocery store and I see girls selling Mm -hmm. Girl Scout cookies um, I don't really do a lot of sweets so I don't really eat eat the cookies Mm -hmm. but I'll always stop by and I'll tell them I'm like you know it might be weird this lady coming up to you but (laughs) I always 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 encourage them to go 
for their Gold Award, and I share with them that that's what helped me get into college, and that's what helped me get to where I am today. And so no matter, even Boy Scouts, I'll stop them and tell Mm -hmm. them, you know, get all your awards. But because I know how big of an impact it can have and how it can literally change the trajectory of your life, um, I don't know. I, I, I hope to think that I would still be happy and healthy and peaceful and having success as I define it um, but I know that being able to have that college experience for me changed my life in a lot of ways and like I said I definitely have Girl Scouts to thank for that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So if you were talking to a girl in today's world and you had to give her a piece of advice what advice would you give to her? Mm, that's <laughs> such a like yummy question. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. The first thing that comes to mind is to cultivate her intuition. Mm. So to learn to listen to her inner voice and to not ignore it, to pay attention to it, to heed the advice that her inner system is telling her because Mm. a lot of the times we don't listen to it or we look outside of ourselves for advice or direction. That's not to say to not get support, but... I would encourage her to understand that she has everything that she needs inside of her already Mm. and that tapping into that central place and being in tune with her inner person is what will help her along the way Mm -hmm. quite a bit in just guiding her own steps and her own thoughts and bring a lot more um, security in her life because if she trusts herself, then it's easier to navigate the world. So I would say definitely for her to listen to her intuition, cultivate her intuition, for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's huge. Yes. I love what you said. If she can learn to trust herself, then navigating the world becomes easier. Yeah, it does. It does, because you're your central guide. You're your moral compass. You're, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know what it is that you need. And I think a lot of the times we that gets drowned out sometimes yeah. by all of the different influences and we just don't know what to do or who to trust and all of those things. But I feel like being grounded and centered in yourself and who you are, man, it just it's it's priceless. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it can mm, it can keep a lot away, you know, it can yeah. keep a lot away. If you, if you just trust yourself and listen to yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's amazing advice. Um, Ricara, you have shared so much amazing words and such great energy with us today, and I'm, I'm so thankful that you were able to join me. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap up? Um, really just thank you for the opportunity to be able to come back and, and, oh, that was one thing too that I forgot to mention throughout Mm -hmm. my Girl Scout experience was being able to represent Michigan in the, I want to say it was the international convention at the Georgia World Congress Center. Mm. I had to have been between eighth and 10th grade. Okay. Um, And that was an experience I will never, ever, ever, ever forget was being able to, I I don't exactly recall exactly how I was selected, Mm -hmm. um, but that was something that I always remember just feeling like, wow, you know, Girl Scouts really must have some faith in me to be able to say, you know, this is who we want to represent our state in this international convention. And I just remember feeling 
so inspired by all of the girls from all over the world. It was cultural immersion. It was really, mm. really cool. Um, and to be able to have that experience and represent our, my home state was really, really an honor. So yeah, yeah that was definitely something that I, I wanted to thank Girl Scouts for as well, because mm -hmm. I still, to this day, it's something that I remember. Um, yeah, anything else? I don't know. I'm just grateful that you all reached out and that I'm able to come back um, and share, you know, how yeah. valuable Girl Scouts was and is to me to this day. And I hope that many, many girls um, hopefully receive some type of inspiration from hearing this story and know that it's possible to do what it is that they want to do and to hold the values of Girl Scout, you know, take them to heart and live with them because they're valuable, they're, they're so valuable, and they help frame the way that you see the world and your place in the world and your ability in the world. So mm -hmm. that's what I would share. Yeah, gosh, Rikara, thank you so much. There, there was so much, um, just so much, so many wonderful things that you, that you said, and I think that your story is absolutely a testament to the power of Girl Scouts. Um, also so inspiring and really just amazing to have um, uh, an alum who is, you know, going after her passions and and achieving what she wants to achieve in life. Um, it's really just inspiring to see, and I agree that I hope um, all the girls out there hear this story and they feel empowered and, and able to, you know, accomplish and achieve whatever that they want to accomplish. So Most definitely. Thank you. It was You're just amazing talking with you today. Yes, and like I was saying before with the other Girl Scout groups that I that I worked with, like yes. with helping with the just Gold Award, getting them started mm -hmm. on their Gold Award, that's something that I'm so open to doing and awesome. being of service to troops in that way if they want someone to just inspire their girls around the uh, around the award on a on a personal level. I'm awesome. more than happy to do so. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, we definitely need girls to think about the gold award and yeah. and be striving for it because for sure. it can be a game changer as we've heard today. Absolutely. So. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you again. It was incredible talking to you. My pleasure. I'm so glad we were able to get together. Same. Um, to all of our listeners, um, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast today and that you really were able to take home the meaning of Girl Scouting and, and the importance and the, the power behind the Gold Award in particular. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking the beautiful subscribe button that you see. Leave us a rating and a review, and then be sure to share this episode far and wide because you never know who might hear it and whose life might be changed because they were able to listen to Ricara's testament today. So thank you again for joining us. My name is Brenna Smith, and until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. change the world in the girl scouts together we change the